Thanksgiving is not just a holiday, it is a way of life. As we study the scriptures with Scott Pauley today, we pray that God will help us learn how to develop grateful hearts and homes. Oh, the power of a changed life. You know, people will argue with you about what you say you believe. They will argue with you about your church. They'll argue with you about your preferences and theirs. But the one thing that people have a really hard time arguing with is a changed life. When the Lord Jesus Christ moves in, He changes everything from the inside out. And it's a wonderful change. And that change, as it becomes evident to others around us, becomes one of the great tools for witnessing. And now this testimony uh, must be lived out in our daily life, but it must also be shared. Uh, the, the life and the lip must match. The, the word and the walk must be the same. The conversation and the character of the person. And so we must work to give our personal testimony to other people. It was Gypsy Smith, the old preacher, that said God wrote five gospel records. And the people were a little puzzled when he heard, they heard him say this. And then he clarified. He said he wrote Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and the believer. And then he said this, most people will never read the first four. He meant by that that many people who will never even open a Bible are watching those who say they're believers to see if there's any validity to the faith they profess. And we're in Psalm 107 this week where the Bible says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And we learned in our last study that the first thing you must say is that you must say you were lost. Let's go back to our past. Let's explain to people where we were before Jesus found us. Let's explain to them what we were like before we came to a personal relationship with Christ. And if I may give you one practical footnote about that before we move on to the next part of our testimony, it is this. When you're talking about your past, don't glorify sin. Don't lift up the devil and your old life and fleshly things. No, that's a distraction from the gospel. You're not talking about all the individual things you ever did. I've heard people get up to give a testimony, and that's what they want to talk about, all the bad things from their past. But instead, you should simply establish the fact that you were lost. You remember, you were in bondage. You were searching. You were lonely. You were hungry and thirsty. You had no heavenly home. You were weary with life. In other words, talk about your sinful condition, your state. And then as quickly as possible, get to the next part of your testimony because this is the great bridge that moves people from where they are to what Christ can do for them. Let's read on a little further in Psalm 107. The Bible says in verse 6, Then, isn't that a beautiful word? When they were wandering, when they were solitary, when they were hungry and thirsty, when their soul fainted in them, then, then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them out of their distresses. So we come to the second part of a good testimony. The first was you have to share with them that you were lost, but now you need to share with them something about the Lord. You see, your testimony is really not about you. Your testimony is really all about Jesus. One of the great temptations when you start sharing your story is you make it all about your story. 
But in fact, the star of your story is Jesus. We're all just supporting characters in this story. Christ is the main character. And so as quickly as possible, you're bringing people to this truth. You were lost in your sin. You could do nothing to save yourself. And so what did you do? In your helpless, hopeless condition, you called on the Lord. Did you hear the verse? Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble. And what happened when you cried to the Lord? The Bible says, and He delivered them out of their distresses. What is salvation? Well, the Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. In the end, it's all about the Lord. I think one of the great mistakes we make sometimes in sharing even our testimony is we major on minors. Now, people want to talk about what time of day it was and how they felt and who was speaking and who was there. Those are all peripheral things. Don't major on that. Major on Jesus. Lift up Christ. As you explain to them how the Lord heard your prayer, how the Lord kept His promise, how the Lord came to live in your heart, you should be making it so plain how the Lord will do the same for them. You see, many a person who will reject a gospel track or not sit down and have a Bible study with you would listen to you share your story. So weave the gospel. Weave the great gospel text and the great gospel scriptures into your personal story and tell them about the Lord. Let me read to you from 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. The Bible says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of Him who hath called you out of darkness into His marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. What are you doing in your testimony? In your testimony, you're telling them first about your past. There was a day I was not one of the people of God. Oh, but don't stop there. You leave men in despair if you leave them there. No, as quickly as possible, run to Jesus. As quickly as you can, run to the cross and tell them now about what the Lord Jesus Christ has done in answering your prayer and forgiving your sin and coming to live in your life. I tell you again, it is one of the most powerful ways to witness. Do you remember Do you remember in John chapter 9 when the Lord Jesus healed a blind man? A man who had been blind all of his life. And there was lots of questions about how he got his sight. And the Bible says in John 9 verse 21 that his parents said, He shall speak for himself. Can I tell you, that's every one of our opportunity to speak for ourselves. See, nobody can give your story. Angels can't give your story. Another believer can't even give your story. You can speak for yourself. Much the same thing happened in the book of Acts. You remember in Acts chapter 3 uh, that a man was healed. And in Acts chapter 4, verse 14, there was lots of debate over how he got healed and what day he was healed on and what power healed him. But here was what it says in Acts 4.14. Seeing the man, they could say nothing against it. I tell you, people may argue with your your church. They may argue with you. But the one thing they're going to have a hard time arguing with is the Christ in you. If the Lord Jesus Christ has come to live in your life, has forgiven your sin, 
has given you hope and peace, then my friend, people are going to have a hard time saying anything against that. I love the words of that one man back in John chapter 9, that blind man that was healed. When they started asking him questions, he said, One thing I know, whereas I was blind, now I see. You don't have to share many things. You have to share one thing. You don't have to have all the answers to debate with every person, to answer every question. You don't have to know every theological aspect of everything in Scripture to be a witness. No, you can begin right where you are to share one thing. One thing I know, I was lost, but the Lord found me. Jesus saved me. Oh, that's the essence of thanksgiving. It's the meaning of testimony. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We thank God for you and trust that today's study was an encouragement in your journey with Christ. For additional helps, visit us online at scottpauley.org. And remember, grateful people are the ones enjoying the journey.